Never been the type for the prom queens. I just need a little hippie chick in a mom jeans. Sucker for a blind free dick, got a mom jeans, yeah. Type of chick you probably find in God dreams, yeah. Never been the type for the prom queens. I just need a little hippie chick in a mom jeans. Hello, and welcome to season five, episode 12 of Freak in the Mom Jeans. It is me, the freak, and we're here. We are here. It's live. Well, when you're hearing this, isn't it isn't live, but I am recording this live. Um, did that ever like trip anyone else out when you used to watch TV and they were like recorded in front of a live studio audience? And so I thought it was happening live. And it's like it they're inceptioning us. You know, it, it was live, but now it's not live. Also, I don't know about you, but I've started using the word inception as a noun, a verb, uh, inceptioning. It just, when I get a little confused or when things get a little too complicated, even though I do think Inception is not that complicated of a movie if you watch it when you're older, but when I was younger, that shit blew my mind. Um, so to this day, um, things are Inception to me, things are Inceptioning. Anyway. I digress. Um, I was meant to have a guest on today, um, but as we know, people's lives get busy, they get crazy, priorities shift, and we gotta go with the flow. So, you just have me to say. Um, but I do think that I have some things to talk about. Um, there's been just things happening in my life that I haven't talked about on here yet because they were still so new and are still so new, but feels like I'm learning a lot, um, learning a lot about myself and how I communicate and what it is I'm actually looking for versus what I thought I was looking for. So honestly, this episode probably won't be that long, but I do think I would like to give you all a little life update. So, let me think about where I left you off. Um, I think the last time I was really talking to anyone romantically was the person who, um, we were calling him Short King, and he was really sweet, so kind, but wasn't in a place where he was ready for a relationship and so I said this has been lovely but I've got to go and I did go and I was doing a good job <laughs> oh Basil what do you have to say come on up speak your truth girl Basil does this thing where she coos she doesn't really meow she just coos when she has something to say anyway I moved on. I was doing a really good job of moving on. And funny enough, that person ended up reaching out to me a few weeks ago. Well, actually, well, sorry. Let me tell the story right. I passed a bar that reminded me of this person. And I was feeling a little emo. It is fall. It is the damn season. And so I ended up texting them and being like, I just passed this bar, made me think of you. Honestly, hope you're doing well. I just wanted to say, I had no intention of 
you know, needing to hang out again or anything. It was more of, I just did kind of miss this person. I was kind of open to being their friend um, now that time had gone by. Well, they did reach back out and they said, what do you know? Been thinking about you too. We should go and get lunch and catch up. And I was really like open to that idea. And I was like, well, maybe things have changed for this person. And maybe they haven't, but either way, I'd like to catch up with them and just genuinely know how they're doing. I, we made plans, um, and they just never reached out again, and that just didn't happen. So, while that was unfortunate, I do think we got our answer a bit sooner <laughs> by them just ghosting. Because uh, ultimately, it looks like they're not in a place for friendship, or let alone a, a relationship, a relationship of any kind. Um... So I was sad for a day, and then I was like, you know what? I probably saved myself a lot of um, time and energy because I'm imagining if I had gone and hung out with this person and it felt promising or felt like a resurgence of energy, and then it, and then they did this. I don't know. Yeah, I think that would have been a lot harder. So in some ways, thank you to the short king. In other ways, fuck you to the short king. So. That happened, um, and then I had my little um, duck duck date event, uh, which was a speed dating event that I put on with some friends from the office that I work at. You know what they say, host a speed dating event with your coworkers. You know, that there's no conflict of interest there or any HR issues there, but we ended up putting together this event held it in a park. It was truly one of my favorite events that's, um, that I've put on. Um, and I would love to do another one. If you're interested in speed dating and speed dating events, please reach out. I would love to do more. Anywho, so I go to the speed dating event. I actually ended up inviting this, or I didn't invite, I guess I just invited all of my Instagram followers. Anyway, and someone that I had matched with on Tinder from a while ago, but never actually met up with, ended up messaging me and letting me know that they were going to come to the event, which I was super excited about. I was like, oh my God, maybe a little something for me, you know, maybe a little treat. Uh, they were so cute and I had always wanted to hang out with them, but it just never worked out. So they did end up coming and we had a really cute date. Uh, on the said speed dating event. And then I invited them to the after party, which was um, at a little bar slash dance spot slash pool bar. Anyway, every Portland bar ever. Not really dance bar, so I guess not really Portland. Anyway, end up going there. And <laughs> pretty much immediately I find that this person who I thought was going to be my little romance of the evening is actually talking to one of my friends and they seem to be really hitting it off. And you know me, I love love. Um, and I'm really good at supporting other people in their love. And so I was just like, oh, I kind of love that. Good, like more power to them. But then at the same time, I was also like, well, shit, now I don't really know okay, I guess I'm not getting any romance out of this, which was fine, but a little disheartening. 
Anyway, flash forward to me standing at the pool table and this person from Tinder actually ended up bringing one of their best friends to the after party. They didn't go to the actual dating event. And I kind of started chatting with them at the pool table. We hit it off. We ended up playing a game with this other group of people that we didn't know. And yeah, quickly realized we had a lot of things in common. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just kind of hit it off. But at the same time, I was kind of still reeling from, you know, being a little um, pushed to the side by this other person. And so I ended up just kind of being everybody's friend that night and just kind of running around and not um, really focusing on anyone. And so the next morning, I was like, you know what? I really connected with that person. And not even like romantically, I just am interested in getting to know them. And so I ended up reaching out to the Tinder person. I was like, hey, hope you had a good night last night. Winky face what was your friend's name and um i'm interested like i would love to you know get the chance to talk to them and turns out they were feeling the same vibes shocker and so uh tinder man gave me this person's instagram and uh but at the same time also mentioned to me like hey something about this person they, uh, they're in an ethically non-monogamous relationship. Now, for those of you that don't live in Portland, or for those of you who do live in Portland, but still are not sure what that means, it can mean a lot of things, sure, but essentially it's a relationship that is open in some ways. Um, like they're dating other people, um, but not necessarily polyamorous because they're not necessarily like they don't have multiple partners they're just have one partner and then are open to like going on dates with other people there's a lot of information that i learning as i'm going as well but over the past few months of my life i would say more than a month i would say Over the last year of my life, I have definitely been open to exploring different types of relationships and I've often said that, you know, ideally maybe I'm in a thruple, I don't really know, you know, it's it's been so long since I've been in a relationship that I don't even fully know what me being in a relationship looks like anymore and what would be healthiest or make me happiest. And so I'm kind of in this place where I'm just exploring to figure that out. And so I thought, what a wonderful opportunity to learn more, even if it's not for me, to hang out with this person and see uh, how it goes and how I feel. And so we ended up hanging out quite shortly after that. And I was very open from the start with this person that I had never really dated anyone in an ethically non-monogamous relationship. And, you know, I had only ever been in monogamous relationships and that was new territory for me, but they were very open and, um, you know, I think everybody has their own reasons for doing what they do, but they explained their reasonings to me and it all (laughs) made sense to me. And then, you know, I think one of the main things for me, was like, I was hanging out with this person. I was like, Ooh, I really, I really vibe with this person. Like good energy here. Like 
you know, romantic or not, whatever, I'm just vibing with this person. I think my biggest question at the end of that hanging out was like, what are, you know, the boundaries with your partner and what do I need to be aware of if we're going to hang out again? And, you know, he kind of like explained to me what their boundaries were and like was even so honest as to say they're still kind of figuring it out. Um, and it's kind of like as situations arise, a learning as you go. And I was like, that sounds fair enough. <laughs> and so... Uh, yeah, we've been hanging out for about three or four weeks now, and I'll be honest that I have had just such a good time, <laughs> like genuinely really enjoy hanging out with this person see this person as truly like a good friend of mine. And, you know, I think some people would maybe describe it as like a friends with benefits scenario, but I recently just decided, you know, all of my friends have benefits and I didn't, that term just wasn't resonating with me. And it is funny because, well, then someone was like, okay, well then what do you call them? <laughs> and it's like, I mean, I think if I had to call them something other than their name, I guess I would call them my lover friend. Um, you know, because they are my friend, but also they are my lover in a way. And, you know, and I, at the same time, I respect their the, like, partner that they have and the relationship they have. And I know kind of where the boundaries are. And I'm still figuring that out. I'll, like, feel myself getting jealous sometimes and have to check myself. But I do understand that this person has a partner and they have no intention of leaving their partner or, like, you know, changing the fact that they're ethically non-monogamous and so it's given me like quite clear boundaries which I think I haven't really ever had with someone that I'm just dating or getting to know and it's set clear expectations for the relationship as well and I've been really communicative and very open and honest and it's taken a lot of me being like open to what I'm feeling and actually processing it versus just pushing it away. Um, and yeah, so my lover friend, um, and I have been having a really lovely time and this past weekend it actually came up where, um, we kind of talked about the fact of like, would I be open to meeting their partner, which is such an interesting you know, dynamic and thing to explore. Um, but it's this interesting thing where it's like, you know, I, I hang out with this person like once or twice a week. We've become really good friends. Obviously their partner is a really important part of their life and one of their best friends. So in a way it felt weird if I never met them because it would feel like in a way that I didn't fully, I don't know, like I was just like trying to avoid something. I think where we landed is like not trying to avoid it, also not necessarily trying to be their partner's best friend or have them be at every, you know, everything we do or vice versa. Like there is separation and there are boundaries, but it would be nice if like, you know, we're open to hang out with a bunch of friends and having my friends hang out with their friends and then their partner comes, you know, like that, that felt right to me. And... So that's something that, yeah, like I said, I think a lot of the initial feelings sometimes are jealousy or my ego being like, well, why, 
you know, there's a really toxic part of me. It's like, oh my God, well, aren't you in love with me now? And don't you want to just like leave your partner? It's like, and I say that having the utmost respect for their partner. And when I really think about it, it's not even what I want, truthfully, like truly not what I want. But it is just like a gut feeling from like being a human. You know, it's like, oh, I want this thing to be mine. I want this person to be mine. Um, and then I move on from that feeling and I'm like, oh, okay, you know what? But I, I know what the situation is and I'm not gonna, essentially, do Lululand, like sometimes we do need to, we, she's fun to visit. That's our vacation spot. But <laughs> living in reality and living in our own reality is, is quite important. Um, I think we, we all know that, you know, um, and so yeah, I think that's been really awesome. And I was actually talking to them, we hung out, uh, the other day and I was just talking to them about how like, you know, I haven't known myself in a relationship in so long. And I think there's this large part of me that stopped, um, has this wall up of getting into a relationship because there's a part of me that is afraid I'll just slip into these old patterns of like codependency and jealousy and X, Y, Z and, you know, putting all my time into someone and not doing anything for myself or like giving up on things I love because of the need of wanting to, or the want of supporting my partner. And so being with this lover friend has been really lovely because I mean, we definitely do treat it as a relationship, not relationship in the confines of boyfriend, girlfriend, but we do treat it as like a relationship we put time and energy and effort and communication into. And it has given me the space. I don't want to, I don't know if this equation is quite right, but it has felt like training wheels a little bit. They only like testing out the skills and the lessons that I feel as though I have learned over this period of time. And giving me the chance to flex them and see where like, yeah, I have improved here or like here I'm still really working and I don't have it quite figured out, but I can like start to work through it. And I think through dating this person too, it's like, I realized, you know, being this person that they're dating, like being their, their lover, <laughs> um, is really wonderful. And it's, um, been, very fulfilling in many ways, but I do crave still the feeling of, you know, being, having someone be my partner, um, and having a primary partner, whether it's ethically non-monogamous or monogamous, I don't know, but I do know that is something I, um, still feel like I do want, or at least I want, I'm, I want to try again, um, with the, things that I have learned and <laughs> that initially worried that person a little bit of like okay so you're gonna find someone and then like never speak to me again I was like no that's I would never do that I know you've only known me for a short amount of time but truly once you enter my life unless you do me a terrible wrong and even sometimes then you're still gonna be in my life you're still gonna be someone that I think about and care about um and reach out to um yeah, and that's kind of where we are. I don't have any, this is, you're getting it real time, baby, live and in action. And 
I'm excited for this holiday season of the spooky season. I am very excited to have a little lover friend that I can cuddle with and watch my little horror movies with and you know, have fun dates with, maybe go to the pumpkin patch or the corn maze, you know, whatever the fuck, but also have the ability to meet other people and, you know, still be figuring out what it is exactly that would work best or be healthiest for me and, and what makes sense in my, my life. So, um, yeah, I think that I'm happy. <laughs> and I think I'm having fun and I think the Sundays are better than others and I'm learning a lot a lot of things are making me think um, but only because I want to explore not because I feel like I'm being uh, like just going with whatever happens I feel like I'm actively making choices in my life which um, in some ways this feels like the healthiest relationship I've ever had I was like texting a friend and Said, you know, it's crazy that this is the best communication I've ever had. This feels like someone who genuinely cares for me. And the fact that they're not going to be my partner or my boyfriend is so interesting. It's like kind of a wild feeling. Um, but it's shown me more of what I do want and like what someone would need to be in my life in order to be a partner to me. So... If my lover friend is listening, I'm very thankful for you. I think you're really fucking cool and glad we get to hang out. And I'm sure I'll see you very soon. Um, and yeah, we'll see where we go from here. All right. Thank you everyone for listening. Love ya. Bye. With a smile, she never ride a wave, always make her own style. Well, I never been the type for the prom queens. I just need a little hippie chick in a mom jeans, sucker for a blind freak dick, got a mom jeans. Yeah, type of chick you probably find in God dreams. Yeah, never been the type for the prom queens. I just need a little hippie chick in a mom.